0: I've been waiting for it. I don't know about you guys, but episode three of Self Love and Mindset Magic. Oh my God. You would not believe the past few weeks that I've had. <laughs> like, my podcast is the one thing I've been waiting and waiting to do for so long. And I finally got into it. And then, like, everything happened all at once. Nothing too dramatic, to be honest, but there's just been a lot of upheaval, a lot of illness, things like that. And then I was on holiday. And then, you know, you need a holiday from a holiday. So I. Thank you all so much for waiting for this reading. Um, For this reading. I'm so used to saying that. Thank you so much for waiting for this <laughs> podcast episode. And if you are a client of mine that's been affected by the delays recently, thank you so much. Because obviously I have had to put quite a lot back while I've been getting better. So enough of my sob story. I hope that everything is amazing with you guys. In the UK, it's coming into summer, um, summer at the moment. And it's really just raising the vibes. It's amazing. So today I wanted to talk about people pleasing. And you know, whether you've been on my Instagram, whether you've been a client, whether you're someone that just randomly speaks to me down the street, you'll usually find that people pleasing is a topic that comes up. It's something that I wouldn't say I'm very passionate about, but it's something that I don't know, I feel like I'm very aware of, something that I always like worry about people <laughs> when they're doing it. And we all do, I think, to an extent. And this is one of those episodes where in the previous episodes, obviously I've had a guest, um, Taylor Anne, who was absolutely amazing last time, and I hope you all went and checked her out. But the first episode, I had a few prompts in front of me, and sometimes I will, especially if I don't want to forget anything. But I feel like when it comes to people-pleasing, I'm just going to roll with it. I'm just going to see what comes to mind in this episode, because there's so much to talk about that I could probably start this little mini-series around people-pleasing. <laughs> Um, so people pleasing is something that you've probably heard the term before, and it really is what it says on the tin. You know, it's, it's doing things to please people. It's doing things to not upset the peace. It's doing things that you think make everybody else happy, even if it compromises your happiness. And so I feel like the reason probably that I'm so, I, I am going to say I'm passionate about it. I feel like the reason I probably am so passionate about you know sometimes making people aware of what's people pleasing or like you know trying to help people through breaking free from that cycle is because it's a cycle that I got trapped in from a child you know from a very very young child and so like I said in one of my previous episodes even though I don't want to always sit here and be what was me like talk about my past such a huge part of why I speak about certain things is because of what I've experienced in the past and so obviously I do sometimes I have to be very careful of what I say when it involves other people. But, you know, especially when it comes to people pleasing, I can see as an adult, someone who's doing my own healing, someone who is listening to my intuition, connected with my higher self, I can see the patterns of people pleasing, kind of where it began, how it evolved, all the different areas of my life that it impacted, sometimes not so much in a positive way. So I have mentioned in my first episode around um from a very young age, not believing in a God so much. So like a God that in the Christian sense of things in church, like that was a very specific one. And it was something that from a very young age, I was not interested in at the time. And I have absolutely no issue with it at all. You know, I completely, I love people, you know, believing in something that brings them joy and brings them Release and relief as well, you know, so never ever, please never think that I'm sitting here saying, oh, you shouldn't believe in that, you shouldn't believe in that, but me personally, when it comes to going to church, and you know, just along that side of things, even as a child, I was so desperately not wanting to go, like, every Sunday, but not even just every Sunday, there was, like, midweek things, there was all the days over Easter, Christmas, all these things, and it really was something that I would say later on in life I was forced into but obviously as a child you have this routine that's put in place for you by your parents and that was the routine that was there from a baby you know it was there from the womb basically and so it was something that I never really even considered breaking free from. And I remember times, and I've been speaking about this recently with um someone. I remember this one time, but we used to have to go when we were sick. And I remember this one time I was literally vomiting vomiting up green bile and you know I still had to go because it made my mum happy and it like it's what she wanted me to do, even though I was just desperate to stay home. And so that's kind of where I think is my first experience of people pleasing because I do think that even as a young child, maybe a little bit older than when I was vomiting up green bile, but I was trying to make myself believe things. I was trying to have these experiences that the people around me were having. And to be honest, a lot of the time I was faking it because it's what was around me is what made everybody else be in awe of you and make you, you know, so um, that to me is my first experience. But as well as that, me and my family were very, very musical. And not to blow my own horn, whatever the saying is, but I was very, very good at the piano, like from a very young age. And I don't know, like I was playing it, obviously not really playing it as a toddler, but I was like sat at the piano banging around and really by the age of five or six, I was properly playing the piano. So I grew up um, moving around quite a lot and it was always like, like I said, not to blow my own trumpet, but like I was always the best in my age group when it came to playing the piano. And so that was something that, I guess I did enjoy it, but it was something that was really used as showing off my talent. So once again, there was this whole new thing of people pleasing because I remember, bless my heart, as a young child, all I wanted to do was be in my school plays as someone that was acting. And my mum always made sure that I was playing the piano for the school plays so that everybody could see that instead. And You know, I would practice every single night on the piano and I would go to these lessons and these exams that I actually really didn't want to do. And that was because it's what my mom expected. And then I remember this one time where I came back from an exam or she picked me up to tell me the results from exam. Like I can't remember what grade or anything it was, but it was a piano exam. And I hadn't got a distinction, which is the highest mark that you can get. And I think I got a pass. Like, I've never ever failed an exam in my life, but I got a pass and i'm sure she cried like and i just remember being so embarrassed that i had got a pass rather than a distinction and again if that was me i would have just been buzzing that i'd passed you know but there was that shame so once again it was that i'm not pleasing the people around me i'm not living up to their expectations and then as well as that on saturdays like sundays were filled up by church saturdays i would spend hours at music school and that's where the joy was sucked out of it for me um, because I did enjoy playing the piano. I enjoy playing it in a fun way because my God, I was a child, but I would have to sit there from like nine in the morning up until about one in the afternoon, not only for the bands I was being made to play in, but also to wait around for like my family as well because they were all doing it too. So music is something that even though it was a passion and it was something I loved, it became another vessel of how to please people. And then this is where it gets on to more, I guess, like more serious forms of people pleasing, because then growing up, I found myself in very, very abusive relationships, very abusive situations as well. And a big underlying tone there was always wanting to make other people happy and make other people love me and things like that. And even like not telling my parents the extent of the abusive relationships I was in, because I remember my mom saying it would upset her because of passing her family and things like that. So there is just this underlying tone in my life. Like I've gone off on a tangent there, but there's this underlying tone of people pleasing. And it is something that I'm very, very passionate about. And I see it in one of my kids who was naturally a people pleaser. And I try to um, kind of let her be comfortable enough to come out of that side of things. But I know that it is also sometimes just, you know, it's in our soul, it's in our blood to want to make people happy. And so that's why it is so important to become aware of when and how we are people pleasing, but also have these suggestions and these ways of not just stopping it, but kind of catching ourselves in that cycle so that we can break free from it and calling ourselves out sometimes and realizing that the big thing here is that you're not here to make everybody else in the world comfortable. You know, you're not here to make everybody else happy, even though it's nice to make people happy around us. If you are passionate about something or if you don't wanna do something, it shouldn't even matter if it makes the people around you happy. And so, like I said, I know I've gone off on a bit of a tangent there, but I just wanted to kind of dig a little bit deeper as to why it is something that really kind of sits with me. It's something that I could talk to the cows and we'll come home about that. And like I said, it could literally be, I'll probably do another episode in the future about it because... There are so many things that I want to say that I wanted to start this episode, as I said, with no prompts, no ideas, nothing like that. I just wanted to talk about it. In the future, I'll probably do a few more like structured episodes around um, people pleasing, and because I've got a lot to say about it. So, thinking about examples of people pleasing, you know, like I said, sometimes it is parents and upbringing and wanting to be good enough and wanting to fit in with that family environment. Sometimes it's in your work life where you really, really hate working a Saturday night and you put in your availability that you're unable to work a Saturday night, but then you get scheduled to do a Saturday night and you're too afraid or you don't want to upset people or, you know, and you do the Saturday night shift. Sometimes it can be, oh my God, I feel so unwell in school, in my work and I can't go home. Like I can't possibly ask if I can go home because that will upset people or that will put people in a bad position you know of relationships friendships people pleasing really does impact every single area of our life if it's not something that we're being careful about so to come away from the more personal of my experience side of things um i did want to kind of think about how can you tell that you're a people pleaser because it might be that you're sitting there thinking am i am i not is that you know not just being a nice person and so if you find that you agree with everyone, even if you don't agree with them, you know, if you find that, and I'm awful for this, like sometimes there's friends that will sit there and say, I feel really angry about this situation. Like, do you think I'm in the right? And I, a lot of the time will say yes, because it's nothing to do with me. And obviously like my closest friends, I will give my, you know, my from the heart opinion because it's important that, you know, I do that. It's what they come to me for. But when it's someone just, not even a friend, like an acquaintance or someone that you're sitting with, if they say do you think i'm in the right do you think i'm in the wrong if you find that you're agreeing with someone regardless of your opinion and just kind of being polite through that that in itself is a form of people pleasing if you find and this can be difficult because if you're an empath you will find that you pick up on other people's emotions but if you are starting to feel responsible for how other people feel then that is another sign of people pleasing now it's very sad when you think about this but there are many many kids who feel responsible for their parents' emotional well-being or their outbursts and things like that. And that is probably where a lot of that stems from. Um, Narcissistic parents, over-emotional, kind of like immature parents as well. So um, sometimes we can kind of pick up where things have started and that's definitely a big one that I would say. If you find that you apologize a lot of the time and I've really had to break myself out of this cycle. Like I used to be awful for it. It would be like, sorry, oh my God, sorry, sorry for being sorry. And I have a few friends who are like, as well and I always try to just gently remind them that they have nothing to be sorry for they don't need to be sorry for not agreeing with me or not being available that day or you know whatever it's okay if that's them looking after themselves and doing what's right by them you don't need to apologize um Mm -hmm. If you find that you can't say no, and this is a really hard one. So, saying no is something that I've learned through having my own business. And it's still something that is very, very unnatural and very, very uncomfortable for me. Because, as you probably know if you're listening to this, I do my readings on a pay what you can basis. And every so often, there'll be someone that comes through in the email or a message or whatever saying, Okay, but I have no money. Can you do one for free? And I always just, used to you know when I was first starting out I always used to and I didn't even say to them oh yeah like pass on my details to someone else or you know whatever like do something in exchange for it because it is an exchange like that's how it should be instead I would just kind of feel embarrassed to say no so I would do it and then I would feel really resentful and obviously that's not all that you know I've never said no to in the past but that's kind of where I started to realize a shift that needed to happen because I was feeling so resentful, so drained, so unhappy with doing those readings as well. Um, and so, if you find that you can't say no, that is a form of people pleasing. Now, me being someone who gets a lot of sore throats at the moment, I was thinking about my throat chakra the other day because I think you can always find it very present like sore throats and a bad voice and you can probably hear it even though I've been very poorly I do think my throat chakra is playing up with me at the moment it's one that I regularly need to clear but if you are not saying no and if you're not kind of saying what's important to you and setting boundaries and things like that then you will find that you're not speaking up for yourself and so in terms of your goals and your ambitions and where you want to be going, you won't have the energy left for that. And so it's so important to be saying no to what's draining your energy. Um, if you feel like people are... If you feel like you're uncomfortable and people are angry at you, you know, obviously that can be a very like empath problem uh, because I hate when you can feel a vibe that someone doesn't like you or they're not happy with you. But if that becomes a burden for you where you think I have to do something... To get rid of that feeling or to like make that person like me or to not have them angry at me again that is people pleasing that is not putting your well-being at the top of your priorities um you may find that if you're a people pleaser that you begin to pick up on the people around you such as their behaviors their clothes their you know their talking patterns things like that and i do think that's something that can be quite difficult to realize that's happening because when we're around someone for so much of the day so much of the week however often it can be difficult to not begin to act like them but if you find that whatever group you're in that day you kind of adapt to that then that is again a form of people pleasing and I feel like the audacity of me because I'm someone that switches accents depending on who I'm around but that is not people pleasing that's just because I don't have a set accent and you'll probably realize that in every single episode I have a slightly different accent going on um, needing praise and needing that validation. Again, it's not like a form of people pleasing, but it is a sign that you know the people pleasing is there, it's the underlying tone. And as well as that, you know, thinking about when your feelings are hurt and when people aren't making you happy, if you find that you're not raising your voice and not taking yourself out of that situation, whatever needs to happen, again, that is you not putting yourself first and instead putting other people's feelings, emotions, and happiness first. So that in itself you know it makes it quite difficult to build authentic relationships if you're always just allowing people to walk all over you and it can be very difficult but you know there's just a few examples there of people pleasing and how it can present itself so please don't get me wrong I'm not saying that you should just start a fight with everyone that you don't agree with or that if your boss asks you to do something that you just shouldn't do or whatever like there needs to be that balance and that balance comes from respecting yourself and you know the self-love the self-acceptance boundaries all of these things so it's really important to realize that there is that balance it's not like a black and white thing it's very much this is what I do need to do in this situation or this is what is a compromise in a friendship or a relationship or whatever but it should never be compromising your happiness completely for something or somebody else So how can you stop people pleasing, I hear you say. Well, like I said, it's not just an on and off switch. It is a pattern, it's like a lifestyle, it's a routine that needs to be broken out of. So there's a few different things that I'll suggest here, but like I said, in the future, I'll probably give more suggestions and more recommendations because there is like this never ending thing. So when it comes to how can I begin to break free from the the cycle, the pattern of people pleasing, learning to say no now i always say to people in my readings i always say to people like my clients go on google and type in journaling prompts around things that come up and i definitely think that journaling prompts around learning to say no would be a really good one to look into when you're trying to break free from that people-pleasing habit because that's, in my opinion, the hardest one is just realizing that no is a full sentence. The perfect example of this, right, is when you're walking through town and you know they have those people that are trying to sign you up to charities and um, they're really good at what they do. They're so, so good at it. Like they make you feel like they're your best friend or they make you feel very guilty or whatever. They're really good at what they do. And I, <laughs> over the years, have signed up to so many things just to cancel it the next day. And literally the other day in town, Because it happened recently, again, I walked past these people and it was a homeless um, shelter uh, charity or something along those lines, which I'm now signed up to. And they really tugged at my heartstrings. But it was something that was very personal to me because I was living in homeless accommodation when I was in Hull um, in the UK. And so when they mentioned like what they were doing, it actually really touched my heart. So I did sign up to it. But there's been other times where I've adopted dolphins, I've adopted, you know, sponsored other things which just don't speak to me. It's just because I couldn't say no. I remember this one time when I did live in Hull, there was someone who was coming around, I cannot remember for the life of me what they were selling or what they were signing me up to. But I even invited them inside my house and that was probably the stupidest thing I ever could have done because then they're in your space, you know, there's not that barrier anymore. And it was just because I felt so awkward having this guy at the door. And so learning to say no, in my opinion, is the very hardest one. And so start to think about the fact that we all learn in very different ways. And we all have very, very different experiences as well. You know, for some of us, we might have not liked to say no because we're shy or because, you know, whatever else. But for some of us, it will come from childhood and from previous relationships and just like the impact of when you said no, you got, you know, hit or you got ridiculed or you got shouted out or something like that. You know, there really was that that repercussion of saying no and having a voice. And so as an adult, as an older person, as someone who's very much in their power, it's time to give Give yourself or your inner child the gift of saying no. And like I said, no is a full sentence. And I know that that is much easier said than done, but it is the most important thing. So like I said, looking into some journaling prompts around that, looking into some crystals, meditations around like standing your ground, that will be a really important one. Boundaries is also very important when it comes to people pleasing or like breaking free from the cycle of people pleasing. Sorry, because when you step into a relationship or into a friendship or into a job with those boundaries already in place, then you will be raising that bar for those people knowing that they can't do that to you. Obviously, they'll try and test it, obviously, they'll try and break those boundaries or push past them. And that is up to you to be strong enough to keep those boundaries in place being aware of when you make excuses, whether it's making excuses for what you're doing or making excuses for other people, become aware of where you're making excuses and stop making them. Um, As well as that, thinking about like, like I said before, no is a full sentence. And so if you're saying to someone who's wanting you to sign up to a charity, which you don't wanna sign up to, if you're stood there saying, oh no, sorry, I just signed up to one yesterday, or no, sorry, I don't have the money this month, that in itself is still making excuses. And so just saying no, no, thank you, and walking on by, or no, thank you, good morning, whatever, you know, but you don't need to make excuses. And that is a huge realization because when you're breaking free from that people pleasing cycle, you know that first step is saying no not doing the things whatever but then that next layer of healing and that next layer of breaking the layer sorry of breaking the cycles is realizing how you're breaking that cycle so realizing that you are making excuses oh no sorry i can't come out with you this friday because and you know that's it that because is unnecessary and i know that it's hard it really is Listening to your intuition, listening to your inner voice, listening to your higher self, every time you do something that's out of alignment with yourself because you're people pleasing, that is you neglecting yourself. That is you neglecting your purpose, neglecting your higher self. So really being in touch with your intuition and not pushing it aside for other people is very, very important. It's really important to remember that time on your own can be a really good thing even though it can be scary even though it can be lonely sometimes having that time on your own is very very important because if you are constantly surrounded by people then you will find that even subconsciously you rely on that company and so somewhere in you you'll be afraid of losing that company and that will be a part of why you're people pleasing as well remember that you can't please everyone that is an important thing to remember because you know, you can't, you just physically can't. I don't care how nice you are. I don't care how amazing you are, which you all are you can't please everyone there'll always be someone with an opinion that's different there'll always be someone that just wants to complain you know it's okay and i was thinking about this recently like i wanted to make a post on my instagram but i haven't got around to it yet about spiritual accounts on instagram because they can be um very very toxic and i find that people pleasing is rife when it comes to spiritual instagram there have been a few people that i've had to cut off from spiritual instagram who i was actually quite good friends with in regular contact with because if I had an opinion it was not good enough it was not spiritual enough it was not zen enough and I found that my opinion was changing and I was like trying to do things differently and such a good example of that is that when I had my youngest child who was now 10 months old I had a horrible experience around the birth which it happens, you know, when you're allowed to talk about it. And I was made to feel like I just wasn't allowed to talk about it. I just wasn't allowed to be upset about it. I had to be grateful. And I remember actually someone who I've now cut off implying that, well, you got induced and you messed with the natural flow of things. So like, what did you expect, basically? And they were saying it was unnatural. And that was probably the last time I spoke to them. And so thinking about, you know, you can't please everyone because there'll be someone out there thinking, while your baby wasn't moving in the womb, like that's the only way you could have cut. You know, having a C-section is the only way that you could have been safe with that. Which, in my opinion, that that's how I feel about my experience. But then on the other side of things, there'll always be the people saying it's not natural, it's not right, blah blah. So that's just an example, and again, that's pulling from personal experience. But it's been something that's on my mind recently, actually. Um, and I do just want to remind you all that just because someone is spiritual doesn't mean they're a good person all of the time. You know, um, it doesn't mean they're a bad person, but it doesn't mean that they're opinions always have to be right and that you know their life is better than yours or anything like that you are living life the way that is true to you and that's what's most important and that's again why it's important to spend time on your own and standing up for yourself is a big part breaking free from that cycle but again i know it's easier said than done it can be impossible it can feel impossible sometimes but it is always possible but that comes from being in touch with yourself and realizing who it is that you want to be and what it is that you actually want to stand up for So there's just a few things. And you can also ask other people for help. You know, if you're really struggling with this idea of people pleasing, like really think about who you can reach out to. What you can ask them is how often am I saying yes to things that I don't want to do? How often have you noticed that I'm people pleasing? You know, all of these things you can ask for other people's perspectives on that. People that are close to you that you trust, of course, because there'll be people out there that are always ready to say, yep, all the time um because sometimes we don't even realize we're doing it you know if it's a pattern and a cycle that we're so almost like trapped in then sometimes we're not going to notice that so really asking other people just to be on the lookout for you I guess and just asking their opinions around it as well and then I think the most important thing here is accepting yourself and again easier said than done but totally achievable for all of you all of us even and you know accepting yourself is a big part of everything it's at the center of everything relationships work life abundance mindset all of these things it all comes back to accepting yourself and loving yourself and the more you do get in touch with yourself and the more you accept yourself and love yourself the I'm not going to say the easier but like the smoother of a transition it'll be coming out of that cycle of people pleasing so I feel like this is one of those really messy episodes where I just kind of went off on a tangent, but um, I just am so glad to be recording these again because I every single week that I was like Polly or one of the kids was Polly or whatever, I was like, I have to do that podcast episode and I kept not doing it and it was really like getting to me. I absolutely hated it. So I will be back to weekly episodes now. I have a couple of guests lined up, um which... I think this weekend I'll be uploading just one on my own, but the weekend after I have a guest, and I think the weekend after I had a guest, I need to double check my schedule. But um, yeah, so we've got some good things coming up. But thank you, all of you, so much for your patience. And, you know, in terms of people pleasing, this past few weeks has been such a test for me because obviously, like having some time off work has been really difficult for me. I absolutely hate doing it. But then it gets to the point where if I don't delay people and I don't you know, put readings off and I don't rest my voice or whatever, then it just gets worse and worse. And so I end up having to delay people even more. And so not only am I not staying true to myself, but I'm actually making the situation worse. So you will have these tests, you will have these challenges, and it's not always easy, but it's completely worth it. So I would love to hear all of your guys' experiences with when you find yourself people pleasing where you think it happened in your childhood so send me a message either send me a dm on instagram through i am named stella or my podcast instagram send me an email however you want to get in touch with me but i'm looking forward to seeing you all in the next episode as you can see my voice is totally disappearing so i'm just going to cut off now but i will speak to you all very soon and thank you so much for being here